This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to Wednesday Wonders on the Mutual Audio Network. Be amazed. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. The following program is rated U for universal audiences and is considered suitable for listeners of all ages. This is a presentation of Dream Realm Enterprises, where dreams are our reality. So, what is it you wanted to show me, Boffin? Oh, it's amazing, sir! It's... well, it's a cave system! What is so special about a cave system, Boff? It's not like I haven't been in a cave before. Oh, but this one has a man in it! Did... did you say a man? Like a human man? Just follow me, Captain. You'll see! Ah, well, you see you've returned. Yes, sir. And I brought my captain with me. Excellent. How do you do? Fine, fine. My name is Putch McNottich. And you are? Bland. Professor O'Varley Bland at your service. I suppose you're wondering how I got here, why I'm here in the first place, and if I can get you and your crew back to your own reality. Gosh, you got it exactly right. I arrived here much the same way you did. Through a wormhole. From my own reality to this one. I came here to study this planet, which is called Yo-Yo, by the way. And as for whether I can get you and your crew off this planet and back to your own reality, the answer is... I'm simply not sure. Perhaps. But we must resolve the mystery of this planet before we can proceed with anything else. Robots of the Company! Listening to Robots of the Company, episode number 77, Secrets of the Lost Planet, part 1, written by Jonathan Patrick Russell. Oh boy, oh boy. Yo-Yo? Really? Yo-Yo? I mean, they couldn't have given it a better name than that. Perhaps you fail to grasp the gravity of the situation, Captain Putch. There is a lot at stake here. This is no ordinary planet. Your friend Boffin here tells me you've been on one of the sister planets to this one. We have? 
Yes, Captain. Remember the planet Bob? Bob? You mean the planet Bob is somehow related to this planet? Oh, boy. Yes. There are almost limitless possibilities in the universe. Therefore, there are almost limitless parallel realities out there. Each reality has its own version of this planet. In your reality, the planet was called Bob. In this one, it's called Yo-Yo. It's as simple as that. You mean this planet is just like Bob in every way, except for the name? Not in every way, no. As this is a different reality, there are events that take place in this version of the universe that are utterly different from what you might experience in your own reality. The planet's entire purpose could be different. That is what we must discover. There are secrets here, and we must uncover them. We? Yes. Well, I'd like the help of some of your robotic crew to help me dig in this cave to uncover the secrets it holds. Consider it like an archaeological dig. Plus, the secrets this cave system holds may lead the way back to your own reality, your own universe. Don't you want that, Captain Putch? Heck yeah. I'll see what I can do. Not that my crew will be the most competent bunch you'll ever find. To be honest, most of them are a bunch of lazy blockheads. But I'm sure we can help. Especially if it means we can get home and off this crazy planet. Excellent, then. Together, we will discover the secret this world holds. Welcome, friends, to another meeting of the League of... I really dumb idiots. Uh, now, uh, uh, Commander Mikado, um, or, or should that be Commander Philbalt? We are not discussing the fact that we're related, so don't even go there. My name is Duke Mikado. End of story. Fine. Have it your own way. But must you be a disruptive force within this League of Evil Bolts? I mean, we're trying to get real here. Bleh, sure you are. Oh, I can assure you we are, my dear. Well, if we are, it's about time. And you've been pretty quiet at these pointless meetings until now, Lady Cassandra. That's because the time for action approaches, children. Uh, can I point out that we're grown-ups? Or have we all been de-aged somehow? Because if we have, I'd like to ask to be excused. I have some long overdue playing to do. <laughs> We're not children. She wasn't being literal, uh, Captain Jammer. Uh, and she makes a real good point. I think it's time we finally revealed our secret. Uh, don't you, Cassandra? Indeed I do, Dr. Philbot. Secret? What secret? You kept a secret from me? But I'm your long-lost daughter. There aren't supposed to be any secrets between a father and daughter. I thought we weren't discussing that. We're not. But, look, I... Urgh. Anyway, I can finally reveal who our silent benefactor is. I mean, y'all know that this league has been secretly funded for a while now. I just never bother to reveal who by. Well, today, I can reveal his identity. Wait a minute. You've had another bot hidden in secret all this time? And he's here on this planet? 
How did you manage to sneak him in? That was easy, my dear. Remember the huge crate I had brought on board when we first arrived on the SS Black Crow? You mean the one those exterminators scanned back on the ship? But they didn't find anything in that crate. Correction. They didn't find what they were looking for. Remember, they were scanning for bugs. Well, they didn't find any bugs because a robot is not a bug. That moment certainly had me worried there for a bit. But Dr. Philbot assured me it would be okay. So I allowed the scan to happen. And as he said, they didn't find what they were looking for. Furthermore, they didn't find another bot because they weren't looking for a bot. It's elementary, my dear. Oh, I see. Clever. Uh, uh, what's so clever? I'm confused. I don't get it. Hardly surprising, Captain Jammer. You never get anything. I don't get what you mean. See? Anyway, so who is this secret bot, anyway? Well, now, he's a smart, real rich, and all-around cool guy. Would you like the honor of introducing him, Lady Cassandra? It would be my pleasure, Dr. Philbot. Ladies and gentlebots, may I introduce to you my husband, Lord Gravehelm. Good afternoon, friends. I am Lord Gravehelm, your true leader. Well, one of them. There's no reason to try and steal the whole show, Lord Gravehelm. I mean, if not for me, there would be no League of Evil Bots after all. Of course not, Dr. Philbot. I wouldn't dream of stealing your thunder. But please listen, my friends. There is little time left to us. Things are in motion on this planet. Things that'll pull all our plans for universal domination together. And it's happening today. Really? You mean something's actually happening for once? Oh yes, things are happening, Commander. And we're finally going to get exactly what we all deserve. <laughs> no way! Count me out, Potch. You can't make me, I refuse. What's your excuse this time, Zimtron? Are you allergic to a little bit of work? Allergic? Oh, oh, good one. That's it. You hit the nail on the head. Oh, I'll hit you on the head in a minute. If I raise one finger to help, I drop dead on the spot. You wouldn't want that on your conscience, would you? You know, I could almost live with that, Zimtron. Now look, I'm your captain. I could order you to help if I wanted to. We're not on a ship. You're not really a captain anymore. You can't just uh, order me around. Fine. Lynx? Forget it. I have far too much to do here to go poking around a bunch of caves that might collapse on my head at any moment. Could that really happen? I mean, are these caves unstable, Punch? If so, you can count me out too. Besides, I'm 
kind of retired from the hero business these days. But, but, someone has to come with me. Look, guys, we could get out of here. I mean, don't any of you want to get off this planet? I do. I'll go to the caves with you, Putch. I'm sick of this place. Besides, I'm not a pathetic cowardly loser like Zimtrop here. Zimtrop, I love it. Very funny, Monsieur Kosher. Wish I'd have thought of that one. Who <laughs> <laughs> laugh it up, Frenchy? Pipe down, Zimtrop. Or I'll clobber you. Yes, Mr. Crusher, sir. Anything you say. Thanks, Crusher. That's one. Anybody else want to help? Lovely. Oh, Lovely is too hungover. Lovely partied all night long. Ooh, ooh, oh, ah, and please don't shout so much. Lovely's head is it's really hurting. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Um, how about you, Dave? You want to help us and get off this planet? Well, I'd be happy to help you bots in any way I can. But just know that I can't ever leave here. Well, why not, Dave? Because I kind of belong here. There's really something you ought to know about me. I'm not the Dave from your reality. I'm the Dave from this one. I don't get it, Dave. Nor do I. So, could you please explain uh, it real slow and succinctly? Zimtron, I think you know what's coming. Please shut up. Never cease to be predictable, Punch. I hate you. I'm ignoring you now, Zimmy. Okay, Dave, can you explain this in simple terms that we can all understand? All except Zimdrop. He's such a blockhead. He won't get it no matter how simple you make it. Ha ha ha! How true! I hate you guys too. In fact, I hate all of you bots. So, um, bite me. I'll flatten your head if you don't shut up, Pipsqueak. Uh, uh, all right, uh, uh, all right. Um, no need to get violent. Uh, sheesh. Uh, and I didn't mean you, Mr. Crusher, sir. Sure. Now keep your trap shut. I, I will, I... I will, I, I promise. Please, explain yourself, Dave. Yes, just ignore Zimtron and please tell us what you're talking about. Well, it's fairly simple. Each reality is its own universe. In each universe is a planet, sometimes called Bob, sometimes called something else. Essentially, they are all the same, yet different. On each of those planets, uh, on each version, I mean, there is me, Dave. Dave the Tree. Dave the Bot, Dave Root, Dave whatever. They are all me, but not the same me. Well, the same and not quite the same. I'm sorry if this is confusing. Am I making any sense at all? Yeah, you lost me back at the Planet Bob part. I just don't get this reality stuff. I never could figure out science fiction. But this isn't science fiction, guys. This is for real. All too real, it seems. Well, okay. Thanks anyway, Dave. I guess it's up to just me and you, Crusher. Hang on, Putch. I'm also with you. I don't know how much help I can be, but I am a doctor. And that's gotta count for something, right? Count me in. 
Thank you, Betty. <clears throat> now I have to be all heroic again. A ladybot is involved. Count me in too, Fudge. Oh, of course now you want to go with us. Now that you know that Betty is going. You got some sort of problem with that Crusher? Yes. Is there a problem with Popsicle helping out? Yeah, Crusher. You want to tell Betty why you'd have a problem with me tagging along? No. No problem. The more the merrier, chum. That's what I thought. Well, okay. Now that we have that settled, I think we should be on our way. Follow me, guys. Are you too sure you won't change your minds and join us? I'm Tron. Links. If you lot want to go off and get yourselves killed in some cave-in, be my guest. I hate every last one of you, and I'm staying here. The um, hate part doesn't include you, Mr. Crushes. I, I, I promise. Whatever you say, chum. Links, sure you won't join us? I would hate to leave my friend here to drink on his own. So I too will remain at this. But I will wish you all the best of luck, mon amis. Sorry you guys feel that way. Oh well, I tried. Ready if you are, Putch. Then let's go. Professor Bland is waiting. <laughs> We're here to help, Professor Bland. These are the crew members I could round up for this day. Ah, I see. Not as many as I'd hoped to see, but never mind. I am happy to have any help I can get. Will you introduce them to me, Captain Punch? Certainly, Professor. This is Dr. Betty. She's our health and safety officer. Wonderful to meet you, Professor Bland. Likewise. This is Popsicle. He's a toaster. What up, Prof? And the tall one is Mr. Crusher. He's our security officer. Honored to make your acquaintance, Professor. Oh, Moy, you're a big one. Welcome to the team, Mr. Crusher, and to all of you. I should introduce you all to my assistant. Oh, wasn't aware you had anyone else with you, Professor. She was off doing a survey when you were here before. Come along, Keika, my dear, and meet our new friends. Kika? Wow! Is that really you? It seems to be. Oh boy! Long time no see! I know, right? This is very exciting. Who would have thought? A whole new universe and we just happened to run into each other? Crazy! What's up, Kika? Popsicle! So good to see you, and I see you have some new friends with you. Hello, everyone! Hey, Kika! I thought you went off with Squeak. Yeah, where is old Squeak? It'd sure be great to see her, too. Well, we parted company over a year ago. That's when I met Professor Bland, who offered me a research job as his assistant. That's nice. Congratulations. So, what exactly happened to Squeak? Oh, you see, she met this walking computer named Butch, and, well, you know how Squeak is. She took a shine to him, and now they're married with two kids. Twins! Whoa! <laughs> that Squeak sure gets around. More kids, huh? As if the three she had weren't enough. <laughs> Whatever you say, Pudge. <laughs> anyway, it will certainly be nice working with you guys again. I really hate to interrupt such a happy reunion, but 
we do have a considerable amount of work to do. Oh, yes. Sorry, Professor. You're quite right. If you guys will excuse me, I have more scans to make of this cave system. I'm looking for any hidden chambers that we aren't yet aware of. I'll catch you later, and we can chat some more, eh, Punch? Sure thing, Kika. Nice to see you again. Yeah, looking good, Kika. Aw, likewise, Popsicle. Toodles, guys. Wow, this day just gets more and more exciting. So where do we begin, Professor? At the moment, I am attempting to dig my way through to the next chamber. I have found what I think might be a door, but so far, I can't find an opening mechanism. That's fascinating, Professor. What do you think may be inside? That remains to be seen, Doctor, but it has to be something rather significant, I think. And what makes you think that? Well, see the markings all around this area. Yes. They look to be some kind of hieroglyphics, correct? Absolutely right. I haven't been able to decipher them, but I am certain they represent something important. Just look, these two figures here. Now, I'd say they represent some kind of guardians. Perhaps they're statues or even doors. It's hard to say at this point, but I think you can see why I'm so anxious to get through to this door. Absolutely, Professor. Can, can, can you hear that? What is that sound? I was asleep, Garver. I know, Trini. We both were. In fact, we've been here for a number of centuries. But I hear something, Trini. And you hear it too? I do hear something, but I suspect it's nothing. Probably just imagined it. Go back to sleep, Garver. If you're certain that it's nothing, sister. But I'm not convinced. It's been so long since anything actually happened. Perhaps our minds have gone... Hmm. I suppose you could be right. I certainly don't feel normal. Sometimes I feel... (laughs) Happy when I'm... I feel like I'm not even myself anymore. Then, who are you? That's a good question, sis. Maybe I'm a fairy princess. You're a magic toadstool. <laughs> oh, pretty colours. It's really hard to tell. I don't even sound like myself anymore. Can you hear the change? Sure. Oh, it seems to have stopped. Perhaps you were right. Perhaps we imagined it. Shame. But would it be nice if something actually happened for once? Nothing ever happens, Garver. I'm bored. I'm depressed. Remind me, what is the point of living again? And don't tell me it's to guard the knowledge contained in this so-called Chamber of Secrets. If that isn't our purpose, then I don't know what our purpose really is. Oh, I think I'll just end it all. 
I don't want to do this anymore, Garver. I'm ready for something else. Will there be something else after this life? That's deep, sis. I have no idea if there's a life after death. Not sure I want to find out. Oh, all the meaningful questions I have in my heart. I... I think I want to know the truth about the universe. So, I think I want to die now. Yes, self-destruction sounds good. That is, if anything sounds good. Oh, Trini, please stop stressing. There's no need to kill yourself. Doing so would kill everything around you. Like the whole planet. And me? I'm not ready to die. But what else is there? Why must we go on suffering like this? Alone. In the dark. Forgotten. Oh, uh, shh, shush. There it is again. It's, it's real. It must be. It can't be. But, but I tell you, it is. In fact, I will bet that at any moment now, someone or something will come through that door. We're saved! Well, now I know you're crazy. We're nearly there, friends. We're almost through to the inner chamber. I know it! Oh boy, this is exciting stuff. Yes, it is. It's moving! Hold it right there. All of you. Who are you? And how dare you halt our progress? We dare. Because we're the League of Evil Bombs, Professor Blaine. The League of who? Oh no. Dr. Philbot? What are you, what are you crazy bots doing here? Shut up, Captain Putch. We have you where we want you. <laughs> Get ready for tickle bugs! <laughs> Please step aside, Captain Putch. But, but, Cassandra? I, I don't understand. I thought we were friends. Maybe even more than friends. Really? You thought that? Well, sure. What about the night of the big party a few weeks back? What about it? <laughs> I just knew you were bad news. I had a hunch about you. Oh, only because I didn't dance with you at that party. Pathetic. All of you are pathetic. You didn't even suspect for a moment what was coming. Sorry, lady, but we still have no idea what's supposedly coming. Your doom, of course. And at the hands of my husband here, Lord Gravehelm. <gasps> Your husband? What the? It's true, I'm afraid. So much has been leading up to this moment. Gentlebots, ladybots, and of course, gentleman. <laughs> or do I mean monkey? <laughs> leading up to this moment? I don't understand. 
And there's no need to be insulting to Professor Bland here. <laughs> you have no clue what's really going on. This was all planned out, Captain Punch. Don't you see? Uh, no, uh, I don't suppose you do. Because, uh, really, you don't have a clue who or what you're really up against now, do you? <laughs> because, um, it's all about revenge. Revenge? What the heck did we ever do to you, Dr. Philbot? The way I figure it, you've always foiled yourself. It has nothing to do with us. You're absolutely right, Captain Punch. But I wasn't talking about my revenge. I, I was talking about someone else who you thoughts have wronged. Do you know what this lunatic is talking about, Punch? No clue. It's all nonsense, if you ask me. Nonsense? <laughs> nonsense? Well... You won't think it's nonsense when you see who is really pulling the strings behind the League of Evil Bots. <laughs> Nobody takes us seriously. Can you blame them? I mean, who else is pulling strings around here besides you and Lord Gravehelm? More secrets, Dad? You don't tell me anything anymore. I hate you! Now, well, uh, hush it, daughter. But we're not supposed to talk about... I said hush. Besides, uh, you brought it up this time. Oh yeah, I did, didn't I? Now, listen up, cause this is a big moment. It is, if you say so. I do say so. Look, can we get on with this? We're trying to find a way home. We have lots of work to do and- No, no, I'm afraid that's not what all this is about, Captain Punch. You have been deceived. <laughs> And the real villain has been under your nose all day. And you have no clue. That's what's funny. <laughs> oh, will you please shut up, Gravehelm? Sorry, my master. Master? What the heck is going on here? Professor, would you like to explain something to us bots? As a matter of fact, I would. Lord Gravehelm is correct, my robotic friends. Oh, your true enemy has been in your midst all day, and you hadn't a clue. <laughs> this guy's crazy. Crusher, you smack this guy in the mouth? With pleasure. In fact, I'm gonna knock him into next month. Oh no, not so fast. Don't move an inch from where you stand. At least, not until I've been able to reveal my true self! <laughs> Look at your little faces. So precious. <laughs> so precious! Yes! It's me! <laughs> Dr. Grease Monkey? Oh boy. Next time on Robots of the Company. Oh, this is so boring. Why did we choose to remain here while the others go and explore that cave system? 
Are you losing your mind, Zimtron? Staying behind was your idea. You wanted to avoid work at all costs. Remember, mon ami? Yes. You wanted to stay here and party like it was 1979 or something. No, more like party like it's 39.99. When you say something like that, you have to make it more topical sounding lovely. But it isn't anywhere close to the year 39.99. It's 30.15. Even Lovely knows that. How the heck are we going to get out of this mess? Oh, there's no getting out of the mess you're in, Captain. You bots are up to your eyeballs in it this time. <laughs> yeah, it's eyeballs too. And you're the main ingredients. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense, Captain Jammer. It doesn't? You have been listening to Robots of the Company, episode number 77, Secrets of the Lost Planet, part one, which was written by Jonathan Patrick Russell, that's who, and which starred in order of appearance, Joe J. Thomas as Putch, Shane Harris as Boffin, Joe Nisbet as Professor Bland, Jeff Niles as Dr. Philbot, Cat Waterflame as Duke Nicato. Julie Hoverton as Cassandra, Shane Harris as Brick Jammer, Steve White as Lord Greyhelm, Jeff Niles as Zimtron, Gary Erickson as Lynx, Daryl Looney as Popsicle, Victor Aurelius as Crusher, Joe J. Thomas as Lovely, Wayne Hayward as Dave, Deborah Adams as Betty, Danny Cutler as Kika, Glenn Hibbert as Garver, Rachel Rummer as Trini, and Sally Wyatt as Dr. Grease Monkey. Yes, he or she is back. What a shocker. The Robots of the Company theme tune was composed and performed by Patty Leisch. The incidental music was provided by Kevin McLeod. The post-production editor was Jeff Niles. The sound designer, script editor, producer, and director was none other than Jonathan Patrick Russell. The series, Robots of the Company, was created by Jonathan Patrick Russell, and the copyright is held by Dream Realm Enterprises. Any rebroadcast or reproduction of this program without the express written permission of Dream Realm is strictly prohibited. prohibited. Actually, if you ask Dream Realm Enterprises nicely, they'll let you air it. Thank you for listening. We invite you to visit us on the web at dreamrealmsite.com. And if you'd like to email us with any of your comments or questions, why, you certainly may do so. And, hey, it's encouraged. We want you to write us, so damn well do it at darkbuilding1 at yahoo.com. That's a request, not an order, but do it. We were speeding towards an exciting cliffhanger during the making of this audiogram. We really were. Join us next time as Season 8 continues with episode number 8, entitled Secrets of the Lost Planet, Part 2. And you better believe me when I tell you, you won't want to miss that one, because, well, it is the exciting conclusion to this one. Until then, this is the Creditor, as always, asking you, begging you, inviting you to please. Robots of the company. It's in the program.
program is copyright 2015, all rights reserved, and is brought to you by Dream Realm Enterprises. The journey continues.